0: That's joinMIDI.com. Oh, Brian,
1: what have you done now? Oh, Brian, what have you done now? Oh, this is, oh, this crazy. is crazy. There's that word. Hey, hey. Why are things happening in the,
0: the future?
1: future? Is there a problem? Is there a Is a There's problem?
2: Hello, and welcome to Back to the Future, the podcast, the only podcast looking back in time to the greatest film trilogy of all time, Back to the Future. I'm your friend in time, Brad Gilmore, and boy, do we have a special treat for you today. Um, going to get to that in just a minute, but I want to shout out to a uh, YouTube channel at uh, Dominic1701P for the Back to the Trap remix, which I'm enjoying. Check this out. That brother's killing it I love that Anyway, welcome to the show guys Um, So much to talk about This is an impromptu season premiere For season number 6 Of Back to the Future, the podcast I know that we didn't think that we were going to get it so early And I did not expect to bring it so early To you But, but, but it's an emergency situation <laughs> I'm feeling like a DJ today. It's an emergency situation because we have the one and the only Crispin Glover on the show today. Let me tell you how this came about. I was doing, um, I, I was sitting at home a couple of days ago, and a friend of a friend of mine, friend of the show—I mean, he hasn't been on the show, but he's a friend of the show—Christian Harloff, who runs the Movie Trivia Schmodown. He texted me because he hosts a show called Collider Live, and he says hey, guess who we're going to have on this week? I said, who? He said, we're going to have Crispin Glover on. And he sent me a picture of George McFly. And I just got so excited. And so I was like, what is he promoting? And he's like, he's got a new movie, uh, Lucky Day, coming out. I said, oh, man. what You, you got to tell him I'm a big fan. And I started marking out. I'll be honest with you. I started freaking out that Crispin Glover was going to be on somebody I knew's show. And then I realized, wait a minute. I have a radio show. (laughs) Maybe I can get on the promo tour. And through my connects with ESPN Radio, which I host a show on with Booker T called the Hall of Fame, and we're connected to SB Nation Radio, a national radio network, I said, look, let me see if I can finagle an interview here. So I reached out to the PR team, and they were gracious enough to grant me time with the legendary Crispin Glover. So what I'm about to play is a radio interview that I did with Crispin Glover for his new film, Lucky Day, Which at the time I'm doing this, October the tenth, October tenth, twenty nineteen, Crispin Glover, um, movie the the Crispin Glover movie, sorry, Lucky Day will be out tomorrow, October the eleventh, in select theaters and on on demand. So if if you're not in one of the theaters or not one of the cities where it's going to be playing in one of the theaters, you can watch it on demand. Crispin Glover plays a hitman. That's awesome. I always got to say Crispin as great as he was in Back to the Future Part One, and I think he's flawless in it. Um, his role as the thin man in the Charlie's Angels films was also very good and he's a great villain and I think that right now in the time that we are in 2019 great villains seem to be um, kind of a, a major focus of film like we want to see the villain we want to see the the origin of the villain we want to understand the villain more than we ever have you see the Joker movie that just dropped Suicide Squad was a couple of years ago Um, we want to see our villains in the movie, and we want them to feel just as important as the protagonist. And so I, I love that Crispin Glover is in it. I love that he's playing a villain. I love that he's playing a hitman. It sounds perfect. We talk about the film, but we also talk about Back to the Future. Obviously, I couldn't have him on and not talk about Back to the Future. And he is very honest. And you know me, I am I'm apolitical. I do not choose sides on anything, but Crispin is very honest about some of his feelings about the sequels and everything. So obviously. These are these are how he this is how he feels these are his opinions these are his um versions of events and i am not going to um shy away from allowing him to share those views on this podcast because he is an integral part of why that first movie worked you could really say the first back to the future movie was really george's movie he had the character arc right the movie is kind of centered around george in a lot of ways and Marty was more of a supporting character for George, right? I mean, when you think about it. So we talk about Back to the Future. He talks about his relationship with Robert Zemeckis and kind of how this film, Lucky Day, kind of was because of Back to the Future and his relationship with Robert Zemeckis and the the writers and directors of this movie, uh, Lucky Day. So what I want to do is we're going to go into this interview with Crispin Glover. Now, before I do that, though, I would like to um, I would like for you all to indulge me in listening to the lucky day trailer so here we are this is lucky day 2019 it drops tomorrow and crispin glover is in the movie so let's let's listen to the trailer and then we're going to get into our interview with crispin glover here
0: it goes oh brian
1: what have you done now <laughs> honey i'm home. redmond oh,
0: yes. no more shortcuts you have too much to lose
2: Ah, the man has returned! 600,000 US Treasury now. It's gonna be out.
1: It has been a long time.
2: Look, Satya. Oh, shit. You killed my brother. Now it is my pleasure to kill you. And your entire family.
1: Hold on, mate. It just got out of the joint, mate. Literally, this morning. I need some tools. No. I will make it painless. Did you hear that? So what? you looking for where there is? Yeah!
2: That's my car you're breaking into! It is much more cutthroat here. It is my
1: lucky.
0: it cannot be killed! now
2: so that is the trailer for lucky day crispin glover stars in it and right now let's go to the interview that i originally conducted with him for the brad gilmore show espn radio to promote the film here he is crispin glover and he joins me on the phone right now uh he has got the new film lucky day coming out this weekend uh october the 11th in theaters and on demand the great the legendary crispin glover joins us on the show today crispin how are you sir
1: very well. Good morning. How are
2: you doing? I am great. I'm. Um, thank you so much for taking the time. You know, I'm so excited to talk to you about this new movie. I haven't gotten to see it yet, but it's Lucky Day, and I know that you play a hitman, uh, which sounds like it's going to be awesome for Crispin Glover to be a hitman. Um, tell me a little bit about Lucky Day, because I, I want to know how you got involved with the project, because from what I understand, you had to read the script, and it was a quick turnaround. And you were on the set like a couple days later, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think
1: it was... Seven days from when I read the script to being in front of the camera, but uh, it, it was a complex character, and there's a dialect and all kinds of things I had to do in a very short time period. But uh, it was an obviously a great character. I'd worked with Roger Avery, the writer director of the film before.
2: So you were saying, uh, how did you? How, you were so, saying you worked with the yeah. writer director before.
1: Yes, I worked with Roger Avery previously on a film called Beowulf, which he co-wrote with Neil Gaiman. I'm currently working with Neil Gaiman on the show American Gods, which is based on uh, the beautiful uh, novel he wrote of the same title, and uh, uh, he's also the executive producer of American Gods. Uh, But I got this script uh, from Roger, while, while also... Roger Roger and Neil originally wrote Beowulf for Roger to direct, uh, but uh, Zemeckis, Robert Zemeckis, who directed Me and Back to the Future, uh, had um, uh, read the script and wanted uh, to buy it from Roger for himself to direct, which he did, uh, but he told Roger and Neil that... uh, he would cast the people that they uh, had on their uh, their their list, the people they wanted to cast, and I was uh, I was there uh, to play um, to play Grendel. And uh, I, you know, there had been a lawsuit about uh, the sequel to Back to the Future because the producers had taken uh, the molds that were made of my, my face from the original film for the old age makeup and utilized it to make um, prosthetics uh, to pay, place on another actor's face in order to pull audiences into believing that I was in the film. This, of course, was illegal, and uh, there was a lawsuit about it. And uh, so, you know, after a lawsuit like that, I never expected to work with uh, Robert Zemeckis again. But... Uh, uh, because uh, of Roger uh, Avery and Neil Gaiman, and I'm, I'm grateful that I had this very good experience uh, playing Grendel. I, I loved the character, I loved the script, and I, I had a great experience working with Robin Samantha again. So that was a very helpful and reparative thing for me personally. And then I was, uh, like I said, working with uh, Neil Gaiman now on, on American Gods, and then I was very happy when I got this script from Roger. Uh, and obviously the character was just a great character as soon as I got it, even though there was a very minimal amount of preparation time, I just you knew this was a great part to play. So <laughs> get ready and go. And that's, uh, that's what happened. And, uh, I, I'm very pleased. I'm very happy to be part of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think audiences are going to like this one.
2: No, and and everything that I've seen about the movie, I'm excited to see Crispin Glover again as a villain. Uh, You know, you play a hitman in the film, once again, Lucky Day. Uh, But you mentioned that they kind of got you, uh, the writer-director got you back involved with Robert Zemeckis, of course, Back to the Future. Um, How was it, you know, the first day you were working on Beowulf? Was it, it, did you and uh, 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 Robert talk at all about anything that happened in the past, or were you just moving forward?
1: No, I... No, I, I had a meeting with with Robert Zemeckis before we started shooting. You know, I'd read the book How to Be a Gentleman, which uh, recommends not to bring up any sort of subject. So I I didn't mention anything about Back to the Future. We never talked about it. We just uh, went into to working on the on the the, the script in hand. And uh, you know, I even even though there was all, all this stuff that happened with the sequels, I actually had a good. Working relationship, relationship with Robert Zabekas on both Fast and Future and also ultimately on, uh, on uh, Beowulf. He is a good director. So uh, we, we had a, uh, i I'm very glad that I, I got to work with him again and, and, and had a, for me, a reparative uh, sort of uh, situation. And it's unfortunate that there's a different producer named Bob Gale that just won't let this thing rest. And he continues to not accept the fact that he did something that was illegal. And instead of uh, just being quiet about it, as any gentleman should, he continues to blame the victim, me, uh, for stealing my face for his personal gain. It's really just really the worst kind of behavior. I'm, I'm surprised that uh, press and, and media do not take him uh, to task for this because what he did was wrong and he should not be allowed to be essentially being a bully. It, it's really not right. Using his platform to make up lies and say things about something that he stole something from is just the worst kind of behavior possible.
2: And I, and I can understand that. Obviously, I mean, full disclosure here, Crispin. You know, two of my favorite films of all time are Back to the Future and Diamonds Are Forever. They both involve a Glover. Of course, your oh, your good. your father, Bruce Glover, uh, right. was forever memorable yeah. and, in, and in that very movie.
1: Po- there's a very positive thing that's happening about that. I also uh, make my own film. Uh, I, oh, and uh, you're getting to work with your dad, right? Uh, film. Yeah, well, I, uh, I, I, my father's in the second film I've directed. Next year, 2020, it will be the 15th anniversary of uh, me touring with my shows and films. People can find out when I'm touring with my shows and films on com. I regularly tour. Uh, I'll be touring on January 15th. I don't know what city you're in, but I'll be in uh, San Francisco at the Castro Theater starting January 15, on January 15th with the twi- uh, 15th anniversary of touring with my first film, What Is It? My father uh, acted in my second film, actually my mother did as well, and both of them are in my new film, but the new film was specifically developed for myself and my father to act in together for the first time. We'd never acted together before, and I've been working on this film for many years, and that film will also be ready for audiences in 2020. Uh, so, uh, I'll, I, will i am not sure if I'm going to be touring with that film or what kind of distribution I'm going to be doing on the new film, but, uh, I am very excited about it. Uh, That's going to be ready next year. Uh, That
2: is awesome. And like I said, your your dad had one of the the most memorable, even in that, you know, Sean Connery run with Goldfinger and everything, he had one of the most memorable Villains, you know, yeah. uh, Mr. Wint and Mr. Kid. I'll, I'll never forget those as long as I live. Um, That's
1: right.
2: <laughs> I only have a co- I only have a couple minutes yeah, left with yeah. you, but l- I wanted to ask you. You know, like I said, my other yeah. favorite film, Back to the Future. Um, just the thing I've always loved about a Crispin Glover performance because I've I've seen a lot of the movies that you've been in. You're such an individual with in all your performances, and I remember in Back to the Future. You had these amazing physical movements to accompany your line delivery when you were George McFly. just a little bit. Sure. what went into what went into playing that character? What was your mindset with some of the the movements that accompanied that character?
1: Well, um, I remember that that there, you know it's it, it complicated. it's probably a little longer than it would take to do that than we have. but you know anything that has the the, the psychology underneath, whether a character is overcompensating for something, or uh, what it is that the character is going through psychologically, can certainly manifest itself in not just the words that you're saying, but of course uh, your your entire body. And uh, I, I definitely did uh, work on on that when working on on Back to the Future. I, I, I try to, uh, you know, figure that out in virtually any character that I play. Some characters end up being more physically apparent than others. Uh, it just depends on uh, on what the character is, and I, I do remember specifically working on uh, uh, psychological aspects that would manifest uh, physically for, for that that character in Back to the Future.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it was just an incredible performance. I could talk to you all day. I know you have a book coming out next year, so I would love to have the time maybe eventually yeah. to talk to you about that. But real quick, what is that book going to be about?
1: The, the subject of the book, it, it'll be about a lot of things. Uh, it's already it's about 450 pages long. I've been working on it for many years. And uh, the subject matter is how propaganda functions in the entertainment, the United States entertainment industry. Uh, it's something. I'm glad there's some awareness that's starting to come out about, about propaganda, but it tends toward having more to do with news media and politicians. But I don't really see it discussed in the about how it works in the entertainment industry. And it's very apparent uh, to me uh, how, how it functions, and I, I think it's an important subject matter. And then it, it pertains to my own filmmaking and experiences I've had in, in the film industry, and I. Uh, next year will be the, the, the year that that it, it comes out as well. Probably my film, the one with my father, will uh, I'll, I'll have that before, and then a little bit later in the year the book. So next year is the big year. More information can be found on kristinglever I have all the various, you know, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, that kind of things. I uh, there's a newsletter people can find out about where I'm touring with my shows and films. It'll have the information out when my book comes out. And, uh, you know, now that Lucky Day out, I've been posting things about that. I am excited about the film. I had a great time. And I think that, I think people are going to enjoy this uh, character in the film a lot.
2: Well, I cannot wait to watch it. Lucky Day again out this weekend in select theaters and on demand. The great Crispin Glover on the phone with me. A thousand thank yous, Crispin. And uh, whenever the book comes out, the film comes thank out, you. I'd love to talk to you again. It was an honor.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. I appreciate it. Thank you. All
2: right. You have a good day and, and good luck with everything else.
1: You too. Thank you.
2: So there there it was, guys. There was Crispin Glover on Back to the Future, the podcast. Again, that was an interview from something we did on air um, for his promo tour for Lucky Day, the film. Once again, I I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to see it first thing when I get home from Reality of Wrestling tomorrow. We have a big live stream going down on our YouTube channel, so I'm going to be watching that as soon as I can because I, I really do love Crispin Glover, and I really, really appreciate the time. Um, that he gave me on the radio show, and I'm and I'm glad that I'm able to share that with you all, because uh, I think that this just helps promote his movie even more. I mean, this is this is a big fan base because uh, we all love Crispin from from Back to the Future, and uh, I think while I have you here, I um I have a huge Back to the Future announcement. I mean, massive announcement for fans of the podcast and fans of me and Back to the Future. And I, I can't say it just yet, but I, I'm so excited to be able to share this with you as soon as I can. And it's going to be within the next couple of weeks, so just stick with me. Um, I'm going to try to set something up because, once again, I did not expect to have a season six debut already, so I'm going to try to set something up for next week so I can be back here a little bit more quickly, a little quicker, to talk about Back to the Future with you all. Yeah. Um, And continue on season six, and as soon as I can make that announcement, make sure you follow me at Brad Gilmore on all social media. Um, Listen to this podcast. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review, five stars. Do the whole thing, brother, because this is – it's massive. The announcement I'm going to be coming out with is massive for Back to the Future fans and for myself. So once again, thank you. Go see Crispin Glover in Lucky Day if it's in a theater near you. If not, buy it on demand because we all love Crispin, and we want more Crispin in our life. Uh, Until then, I'm your friend in time, Brad Gilmore, and I will see you again in the future. 1.21
1: 1.21 gigawatts of electricity is a
2: bolt of lightning bolt of lightning